0: to uh, recognize everybody for coming out and uh, acknowledge you guys and the energy you're bringing here tonight. So uh, you know, my name is Raul. I'm part of the committee, the Homie to Homie committee. The other people are here um, from the committee. And we wanted to welcome you and the way we wanted to welcome you tonight is the way we've been doing this and uh, we've been doing it with a prayer and uh, sometimes it's a prayer, sometimes it's a song. But we always want to recognize our, our ancestors. And we want to uh, acknowledge the ancestors of these lands right here the Tongva, Gabrielino, Yagnava people. Because this is Indian land. You guys know that. So, like that, you know, um, we, uh, this is the way we start each, uh, each gathering. And uh, this is the way the, the concept of all this came about is through ceremony and through that gathering. Um, the men that put this together are ceremony people. And uh you know, and uh, we have a brotherhood like that, and so we never want to forget that. we never want to lose touch with that. we wouldn 't be here if it, our grandmas didn 't pray for us to be here, so like that, i to um, I invited my friend Josh to share a, a California song. you know these are his tribal lands, his people 's tribal 's lands his uh, his ancestors are buried here where we 're walking, you know, so these songs right here are representative of that, so like that, you know he brought off his, he brought his uh His uh, his teaching and his healing instruments right here the clapper stick, and um, you know like that we want to um, acknowledge him and and his people, Um, and uh, he's gonna do a welcoming song for us and I don't know if he wants to talk a little bit about that welcoming song and um, or if it's if it's appropriate to record it I'm not sure um, he'll let you know, you know because we want to respect that as well I hope.
1: Yatsu. just want to say thank you everybody for showing up and being here, supporting this movement. Also want to acknowledge everybody that this is Tongva Land. We're in the village side of Apache Yagna, and let's pay respects to it. Um, the song I'm going to be singing is a welcoming song, welcoming all of you, our ancestors, our loved ones, our family. So, Tove. Hi, yo, yea, yeah yea, 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 ye yea, 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 ye yea, 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 Mi ha yo ta ta no no Mi ha yo ta ta no no Mi ha yo ta ta no no Mi ha yo ye ye hi ya 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 Mi ha yo ta ta no no Mi ha yo ta ta no no, mi ha yo ta ta no no, mi ha yo ta ta no mi ha yo ta ta no mi ha yo ye ye 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 Mi ha yo yeah yeah he ya, Mi ha yo yeah yeah ta 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 Miha yo ya ya he yo ya ya he yo ya ya he yo ya ya he yo ya ya mi yo ya ya mi yo ya ya mi yo ya ya he ya.
0: Aho, brother. Thank you. So like that, we know, we start things off in a good way like that, in a good prayer like that. And it's good to, uh, to acknowledge the original people of these lands, you know, and it's good to hear these songs like that. You know, this is not something you'll hear often. This is not somewhere you can, you can find easily, you know, and it's a good when we have natives, indigenous speakers of these lands, you know, indigenous songs. And that medicine is everywhere, you know, all through this city. You'll see, you'll look up, you'll see red tail hawks. You know, you look down, you see the, the animals like that. You know, you look around, you see the sage plants like that, the lavender plants like that. This is all medicine for us, you know, and so we get the healing like that. So again, we want to thank you guys for being here. What's going to happen is that we're going to continue with the networking and, uh, you know, the welcoming. And then in a, little, in a little while, we're going to have the panel come up here and do a, a special uh, presentation of the, uh, of the Without Your Permission podcast. So we'll have Richard and Jose come up with their special guest. And then we'll continue to do that networking. The purpose of that is so that we, we build a community in a good way like that, in a networking kind of way, and that we help each other out like that, you know, and everything, and so we wanna thank also Hector and his family over here for the food. Make sure everybody gets to eat. Yeah, thank you guys. We said we wanted to have food right here and we didn't wanna charge, charge a whole lot, so if there's anybody who can't afford it, let us know and we'll take care of it like that. Okay, that's, that's us community helping each other. You know, and so thank this man, you know, thank this man for acknowledge him for coming out here, shake his hand, you know, offer his tobacco if you have that, you know, find out where, where his people are gathering, you know, and his people are gathering all around here, all around here because this is tribal lands, you know, they don't go out far out to lakes and forests, this is, this is their tribal land right here, so they gather nearby, we, uh, we put a, a, small, uh, a small amount of tobacco over by this fire, and so that fire is representative of our ancestors, too. So we have Grandma and Grandpa here with us. So uh, we put a little bit of uh, a tobacco. So if you have a special prayer, just take a small, small pinch of tobacco and offer it to the fire. Pray. Pray with that little pinch of tobacco and, and put it on the fire, and you'll see your prayers go up in the smoke. That smoke that goes up from the tobacco, that's your prayer going up. And it's going up to Creator like that. So it's going to be heard in a good way. I hope. Thank you, guys. We'll continue, and then we'll get started. I hope. All right. Thank you,
2: everybody. Um, thank, thank you for that that intro, um, for welcoming us like that, and for being respectful to to why we're here. So um, for those that I was I was bringing in our special guest for the evening. Um, that so those that don't know, I'll just give you my version of this, right? And um, if I'm missing anything, you got me. My name's Richard Cabral. Um, Jose Ariano. I'm from East LA, from Ana and um, I'm from the barrio, you know, and, and I. I I went to prison, I did my thing, and like I've been out for like going on 11 years, right? And like I've been involved with homeboys and, and mainly homeboys. And I always thought to myself, like, I've met, I met probably thousands of homies, right? From from all SoCal, but in Los Angeles, from San Fernando Valley, from you know, from, from San Gabriel Valley, from the Harbor area, that are doing great things in, in, in life, in the world. But never have we came together as one, right? so like whether it was your entertainer or whether you do construction or whether you you're going to school and getting your law degree but we have never came together as one and i and, and i told you that right and and i was like why don't we do this right why don't we do something like this and see what it turns out to so that's why you're here tonight for just simple simply to to, to mingle to network and to honor each other because a lot of the homies that I look right that I look at right here, like we're not supposed to be here. A lot of our homies that got smoked and are, are are now resting in peace. So we're not supposed to be here. So I just wanna honor you like that tonight for for being here and for for not continuing to go back to prison or for not um, continuing to have a drug habit. And that and, and but but the barrio is is grand, right? So no matter if you live the gang life or you just endured being in the community, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's still an honorable thing to be here, and I thank you guys from the bottom of my heart.
3: Yeah, and and I would just say is, why is this important, what he's saying? Why is it important? Because it's us putting our money where our mouth is. It's us, not only are we saying to homies, like, hey, there's a way out, and this is the example of that way out, but we're also saying we believe in you. And so we believe in you, so we're gonna create a space where you can heal, and you can be inspired, and you can be honored, because like the homie's saying, it is a miracle. Like how many of us know people that didn't make it out of the 90s? You know what I'm saying? Or how many of us have people that are incarcerated and have football jersey numbers? How many of us have family members that are still suffering? And so what we wanna do is we wanna create a space where we no longer have to suffer and where it's us investing in us. Where we, not only do we say like, yeah, there is a way out, but we say, we believe in you so much that we're gonna show you that way step by step. And it's bringing people together to be inspired and to have ideas shared, and then to say, man, that's a great idea. How do we get behind you? How do we support that? It's us supporting each other, you know? And you know, I I just think about like growing up the way I grew up, you know, as a little young child waiting for somebody to come and save me and waiting for somebody to come and help us get our electricity turned back on, you know? And, And I was waiting and nobody came. And so I had to get it and I had to do it myself and I had to come to Homeboys where somebody gave me a helping hand, but not only did they give me a helping hand, they showed me the way. Like, this is the way to end suffering. And so I feel like it's my responsibility now as being somebody that has made it out of a certain circumstance to say, this is the way, homie. Let me show you how to end suffering. Let me show you how to be who you truly are, to take your mask off, to say, if I'm not a gang member, then who am I? I like art. I like poetry. The things that we were not able to say in the barrio or in the backyard with the homies or at a meeting, we're able to say here. And we have men and women around us that say, damn, I like art too. I like cheese and crackers. You know what I mean? I do. These are things that I never would have said. These are things that I'm able to uh, allow, I mean, I'm able to show my children and to create a space where we can dream and our children can dream and be inspired and have hope. So that's what this is. It's us taking up that responsibility and saying not only are we gonna tell you there's a way out, but we're gonna show you that there's a way out. And we wanna share that with as many people as we can because the truth of the matter is that you're worthy above everything. You know, we, we grew up in the and we grew up in poverty, and we inhabit this narrative, this story. And that's why I love how it's a trip that the homie became a storyteller you know, that he was able to on the big screen share this story and share pieces of his pain with the world. And we grew up in the barrio and we create this character, this gang member, they call me so-and-so from Whoopty Whoop and this character performs. And this character performed for so many years that it took me to places that I didn't wanna be. And it was tiring. And it became so tiring, I didn't wanna live like that anymore. And it was only until I seen someone else like, damn, He came from my circumstance. I know he grew up in poverty and pain and prison and gang banging, but he's not violent or he's a father. The simple things that we find success in, or he's able to communicate without being violent, without being physical. And then everything else comes after that. Like not only is he able to do that, but he's also an artist and likes, you know, acting or poetry or storytelling. And it's these things that we want to say it's okay. It's okay that you have these dreams. And how do we aspire to to make these dreams reality? And how do we create a space where it's happening for our community? Where we're telling one another, you're worthy, homie. That's a great idea. How can I support you, homie? How can I get behind you? Not just say it, but how do we not just talk about it, but be about it? The things we learned in the neighborhood. But how do we take that same energy and redirect it? To something that's going to benefit ourselves our children and ultimately the community around us and that's why we're here to bring people together and uh you know it's an honor to have the homie come up here and share bits of his story
2: but but, but, you know there's a lot of people like we stood here guys like probably like weeks on end trying to figure out what this looks like so i want to honor the brothers you know and the sisters that and and and, um steve for for giving us this location you know a lot of work went behind this so i just really want to take that moment to like just thank you guys from the bottom of my heart like everybody knows who everybody is that got this thing going and for the people just like i just met today you know for the music you know and for for max and for everybody being here we just truly appreciate that because we cannot do this on our own it takes a community so thank you
3: and that's action like they they heard what we were talking about yeah. People were hearing like Hey what are you guys doing? Oh we're meeting You know We're just a bunch of homies That want to help other homies And they said Damn I believe in that Yeah But they didn't just say it They it said was you good. know what Salve this guy believe in it so much You can use my space Yeah to Hector have an event Hector and his brother for Hector doing the and his brother right Said there, you bro. know what Yeah We believe in it You yeah. know And we were not going to charge for tacos, but we said, you know what, Savasque, we believe in your tacos, homie. Yeah. So we're going to charge a dollar. You can't pay a (laughs) dollar. Yeah, if you can't pay a dollar, homie. I (laughs) got you, homie. I got you. And it's that. It's like, you know what, we go out and we buy and we get behind these brands that have been around for decades. And we'll go and we'll buy a Nike t-shirt for $50. And for some reason, and this is, for me, I think it's this narrative that we have that's deep within us that sometimes it's hard for us to see. We won't spend a dollar on a homies product. And we want to start to talk about that. We want to create that dialogue to say, why? You know, why is a hat that I create a lot cheaper than a hat that's made with the same material that's made by a brand that's been around for a decade that's straight, they're gonna be all right. You know, how do we begin to have those dialogues and those conversations to say, I'm gonna get behind you. And so the people that are here that have done that we thank you. Yeah, you know we honor you for not just saying you believe in us, but for showing us what action. Right. So, and thank the whole council that convenes and meets, and we're very intentional about uh, what it is that we want to do here, right. and what right. it is we don't want to compromise here. You know, what what do we want to stand for? What do we want to be remembered by? So thank so, you guys so, as well.
2: So tonight, like er- every every event, um, we we wanna like just do something grand right like and just to pick pick it up a notch and tonight is the first night that we you know i I consider him a a friend and and he's a special guest right and we didn't we didn't put it on 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 social media like that right because we didn't want people to come for the wrong intentions you know and i honor emilio like that bro so i it's my my good friend um that we work on, my, my fellow co-star on the Mayans, and he's here tonight, you know, and we're just going to just have a conversation. So we just want to bring you up, bro, and, and just thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, first of all, I applaud you for coming out tonight because that just shows me that you, you want to make a difference, you know, you're trying to change it up, you know, so that's feedback, you know.
2: And, and so um yeah i just want to like we're just going to have a conversation you know a free flowing conversation but at the but at the end it's like like the the journey the journey that you have um that you have took Emilio to 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 get here you know and
4: um it's been a long journey right yeah brother you know uh, um you know it's the same story cuz now we all have you know within the barrio, you know a rough upbringing you know except I was. Uh, they were saying some of us were not violent. I was the violent one. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's because what I saw. You know my tios, You know, you know my tias, You know, you know people hurting people that they loved. You know, and they'd be there the next day. You dig? And then uh, you know, and, you know I'm from the '60s and '70s and the '80s, man. You know, I'm an old guy. You know, so our times were a little bit different. And um, so men were not supposed to cry. So I let my crying out through my fist, through my through violence, you know, that was my release. You dig what I'm saying? Now, I'm gonna say something right now that's got you, and, uh, but it only is gonna just help out the story later on when we talk, you dig? But when I was 14 years old, you know, I was already fucking up real bad in the guys, you know, and uh, I mean, I was doing bad things, you know, and, uh, and um, my, I was, we lived in a small house. There was 12 of us in a 800 square foot house. That's how we lived for, you know, most of my life. And um, I heard my half. a time my dad, uh, what are we going to do with it, man, you know? And he goes, well, hopefully they killed him. We're not going to worry about him no more, you know what I'm saying? So I know my dad loved me because I love my dad so much. He just, you know, I was a fuck-up. So I guess it would be easier to, because, I mean, he had a hard trying to take care of all of us. One less would be good, you know? But that, hearing that, it fucked me up inside, you know? So I ran the guys wanting to die, hopefully making my dad feel good. But um, it was weird because everybody around me was dying except me. And I was running harder than anybody else. You dig what I'm saying? And uh, it's just—it's just weird how you know how I—I'm not gonna push God on you because I don't know what your beliefs are. For me, God is for real, you know. Because at the end of the day, th- at the end of the day, when I had nowhere to go, I, I was like blasting him. like, "Hey, motherfucker, where you at, homie?" You know that like, I was, you know, I was because I had nowhere else to go, homie. You know what I'm saying? At the end, you know, he changed me around. I don't want to throw that on you because I'm just saying what my own personal experience. Right, you get right. what I'm saying? And I know what I said was kind of messed up to hear. It was for me, but later on, I'll talk about it and, and see how. You can use it to your advantage you dig
2: so we get a sense of like yeah you you came from navarro so like i guess what, what i would want like if i wanted to be an actor right or if i wanted to be in the entertainment industry like what were the beginning points that got you moving into and i know the story right like i, I know some of the story but but go ahead and explain like what was the the the,
4: the beginning bro because that's always Aureli, interesting yeah. the beginning Yo, well check this out homes. you know like when i was see i started i still started right now but when i was a kid <laughs> I used to stutter like that, 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 that kind of shit, you know what I'm saying? And I was fucked up because my dad would always hit me like, spit it out, cabron, you know? So a lot of times I would just stay quiet so I wouldn't get hit, you know? But I remember when I was eight years old, I was in the third grade, man, I did a play. I don't know how I got casted, but I was cast as lead, as Rumple you know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> uh, you know, I was all into that shit, right, homie? It was feeding me, right? And what was good about that, Holmes, is that I did that play and I didn't stutter not one time. Wow. Because wow. I knew what the fuck I was gonna say, you know what I'm saying? And, I, you know, so I remember. I wanted them to come see my play, but you know they know they had shit to do, you know, so they couldn't come and see me. But I so when I was done, I got the applause and all that shit. It was feeding me, right? And then this is back in '69, and so I went back home. I said, "Hey, Dad, I want to. I want to be an actor, man. You know, you know, as a little kid, you know." He goes, "Hey, cabron! Only rich white people can be actors, you know, and you know. And then you know, back then it was mainly just, you know, it was there was none of us actors. This back in the '60s, only, no. So you know, I shut up for a long time. Then I got you know, I got you know, sidetracked. They have,
3: they have, um. Did they, were they able to talk, or it was just picture show back then?
4: What really <laughs> <laughs> No, they, they, That's got you, homie. I come over I'm here just trying to put it together, because right I, I picture,
3: like, look the look cartoons, look. the little ones, they're you just moving along. You they know, train. I'm a comedian, homie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can come back and, hey, dog, get you, I Hey, he'll get on you, bro. <laughs> All right, Spence, I'll take got... that one back then.
4: Put up, Pedro. the No, no, we got to break it up, homie. We got break it up,
3: well, no. <laughs> what were some of the movies out, though, Neta, at that time? What was it that? that you were uh, watching? We'll, that. Check,
4: we'll check this out, homes. Then, it, like, about two years later, this movie came out called The Cowboys with John Wayne, right? Uh, and the, and so, check it out. So, I'm watching this show with my dad. We used to watch Westerns all the time, right? And then, all of a sudden, I see a, a Chicano up there, bro. His name was A. Martinez. So I said, "Look, I go, Dad. Look, there's a Mexican on there, and he slapped me. He goes, there's only one, though. So shut up, you know.'" Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It was like a one. dream that was it still too far away. You dig yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and then it's not when I got kind sober, you know, because see, I, I was on heroin for 11 years, you know, and um, but I used to mix it up with the PCP to, you know, level me out a little bit, you know. Speedball. And then, uh, yes, you know, no, 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 no then what I got speedball, PCP, PCP oh, yeah. But then you know, I got I, I, I just all that like, with the cocaine, you know, and then I fucked up. My drug career was, I started hitting that crack cocaine. You know, and uh, I swear to God, Holmes, I mean, I mean in eight months or crack, I mean I did heroin for eleven years, speedball, you know all, all that shit. I was smoking four hundred dollars a day, homie. I had a good I always had a good highlight. And I was like I was never a bully, but I took what I wanted. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Holmes? I mean, not in a bad way, like yeah, but in a like, good I, way. I, I would go not in a good because way neither, Holmes, you know. But I need but, that. But I was that guy like cause my credit was always good. So I'd go to your pad at three in the morning and I know it'd be late, you know? And there would be, hey Holmes, you know it's late. And I said, Look, homie, give me my eight-ball. I'll pay you on Wednesday, or I'm gonna take everything I want, and I ain't gonna pay you shit. And and they would give me my shit. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, and that's what, it makes you be a pig. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and you no, know, and yeah, it, no it, morals. It, it makes you strong arm people. And you know, right, and I right. hate bullies, Holmes, because when I was in school, I'd fuck up the bullies. You dig what I'm saying? And I turn out, out to be a bully, Holmes, uh-huh. you know, because of the drug Did guy. Did you ever
3: have that moment, homie, where like you go, I'm never gonna be that, and you become that? But you don't know it, Holmes. But you don't know it until you already are that.
4: Exactly. Then you start, you start checking yourself. I remember
3: being in the joint. I got a Sally that's in, in the audience right here. We were in prison. And I remember being in prison. And I used to look at certain people. And I'd be like, I'm never going to be like that. I'm never going to be that, bottle." And,
4: and then I what? Nobody tells you because they're scared, Holmes. And that's, I mean, if it's a bad thing and you know, they know you're going to fuck them up, they'll just keep their, their quiet. Because they, they, see, what happened was for you, you start realizing, all of a sudden, there's nobody around you, Holmes. You know, you be you be at the party, Holmes, and, and, and you know you're the guy that's gonna to do there till five in the morning. And little by little, you see everybody leaving, and all of a sudden, all you're standing by yourself, Holmes. You know, 'cause you know you're gonna go. They know you're gonna go off at some moment. You know what I mean? Homes, you know, it's 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 ugly way. you don't get
3: invited to birthday parties and shit. You know, it was funny, Holmes.
4: You know what's fucked up is this: said you know what? Yeah, I didn't get invited to a lot of stuff the last five years of my 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 my, my gang-related ways. And then now everybody wants to invite me now. You know what I mean? It's, 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 uh, He's famous it's, and shit. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a trip, you know. It, you you're know, not gonna a, take our TV and, or anything you know, you know, if we let you, China, come, you know, so I, myself, I don't go, right? Because I remember when you didn't invite when you, me. They didn't you know, invite Sanry you, local. right? So you know, I get invited to all this bullshit, blah blah blah, and all that, and and I don't go so, home, right. um, you know, because uh, oh, I, you know, because I wasn't good enough. You know, the thing is this: for me, I was always a functional addict. My kids live good. We had that, you know, feed me the low rider and the the regular car and all that. We lived a good life. Right. My thing was. My upbringing was fucked up. Well, I fucked it up myself, you know, um, that to me nothing was, could be right, you dig? Even like now, like I even have a, like I have a nice car or a nice bike and I'll put a scratch on it, Holmes. I mean, I know I, I, it's my issue because I don't want it to be perfect because nothing is, you dig? I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just my own head trip, bro. You know what's a
3: trip is when you were saying like a bunch of pops and even when you seen that one Mexican on the screen, right? And he was still like, Charlie. Like, you know, sometimes I think about, like, people that told me that when I was growing up, like, not because they didn't love me, but because they cared about me so much, they didn't want me to be let down. was like, hey, homie, that, that's not you. And I don't even want you to give it a shot, because if you give it a shot,
4: Childly, homies, maybe you know, that shit's
3: going to destroy you.
4: Yeah, you know what, homie? You know what I mean? Yeah, but see, you got to get away from people like that, homie, you know what I mean? Because you got to go forward all the time, you know? And the people that tell you no, you know how many no's I had, homie? You know, I'm, I'm I'm I was straight up from barrio, I'm going to Hollywood. I'm gonna I'm gonna be an actor. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. There was nobody there, but It was it was it was just me and Danny Trejo. I, I see Danny feedman, you know. And I got there. I didn't. And nobody wanted me, homes. Right. I know. But at now, I'd go up. I mean, I was pitted down, you know, like looking feedman. me. mean, you know, I was dressed back in the day, and I, I didn't understand why nobody wanted me, you know. And I was trying to be good, and everybody was turning me down. And I'm not used to being turned down because I, I like I said, I used to take whatever I wanted. You dig? And they're telling me no, no, can't come over. here. So I went to all these. And I'll be, I'm going to say it right here, fuck it, you know? you know. I went to all these, you know, um, I won't name names, you know, but I went to these places where it's supposed to, Raza's supposed to help a rasa right. And it wasn't happening, was like yeah. they were, they we're not looking for your type, but yet you were doing plays about my type. You dig what I'm saying? You were doing TV shows. So my mentor, Bernard Hiller at the time, said, you know what, man, go to an all-white school.
2: Yeah.
4: And I so go, what? Acting hey, school? Right. And, and So I went to Glendale College, it was all-white Armenian. And you know what I was one I, I was no check it out, homes but I was only Chicano. So when I went on stage, I was prepared because I want to represent my Rasa. Right. And right. everybody was gonna see this see how what he does. And you know what? I would throw it down, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? And so it was the people sending me away, the Rasa that supposedly my fucking peers were pushing me away. It was like a blessing in disguise. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying, Loco? Yeah. So yeah. try to go so try to go against the grain. I've always been against the grain great in all my life. And uh and then when I try to go with the grain, it didn't work. So fuck it, go against it, homie. You know what I'm saying? You know. But but but, but forward. Don't don't. If anybody tells you uh, you can't do that, then it's because they don't got no hope, in, no no For confidence sure. in themselves. Yeah. You know. So you that's what I was not, trying to say.
3: Yeah. You know? That's what I was trying to say is like, cause I, I like to think about like why, like what was it that you suffered? I think about like my heifer who died in her addiction and go, like what was it that she suffered, that she couldn't inspire me to be successful? Do you know what I'm saying? And so I know that's not going to answer what I need to do in my journey to be successful, but I don't like to, like, now that my mom's gone, I go, like, God only knows what she suffered through because she was so hopeless that she couldn't even inspire her own son hope. You know what I'm saying? And so I was thinking about your pops when he was telling you, like, like, I don't give a fuck if there's one, that's not going to be you. You're not going to make it to go like, damn, homie, who told you that shit? Because I think that we transmit, like, what we've been given. Until we say I don't want to live like this no more. Until we make that decision, like you said, I'm gonna move forward through this shit. And that's like, the no point I'm trying what. to
4: make. Saying that, yeah. see, that's the point I'm trying to make, right here, Holmes. Because my dad saying that when I was 14 years old, I ran my, I ran amuck, bro. I went and fuck, I didn't give a fuck, homie. You know what I'm saying? All the way till I was 29 and got clean and sober. But even though I was clean and sober, you know, during things were going good, I got into the acting thing when I was 30, and things got went, went, went feeding like quick for me, right? Because there was nobody out there really like me, so. What happens, bro, like in four more years, until I was 34, I would still be tripping on that shit. You dig what I'm saying? And then when I was 34 years old, I said, I'm a man. Why am I fucking tripping on that shit? I was holding my sound back, Holmes, you know what I'm saying? So whatever crutch you think you can hang on, drop that motherfucking crutch, Holmes. And see, that's what I was doing was I was holding my sound back. And then a year later, I was already buying my first fucking pad, homie. I was working, you know, because cause I wasn't, I didn't have that little thing in the back. Oh, fuck it this for oh, all my life. On you. I'm it fuck wasn't a fucking little. On you. The fuck out of here, homie. Uh, right. You right. know, I, I spent some kids here, but I, I just talk the way I talk, homie. You know what I'm saying? But but you know what? Um, fuck that, homie. Your ex-Ole left you. Move on. And and, and 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 vice versa. You know what I'm talking about? It goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? So don't let nobody hold you back. Fuck that.
2: I, I want to talk about the comedy real quick, right? Because, like, I mean, I'm an actor, bro. I went to acting class, you know. But I think, like, stepping into the comedy game, like, a lot of people know you right now for, like, your acting, right? But, like, a lot of people don't know when you used to do comedy. Right. Like, what inspired you to do that? And I'm asking because I've never done it, bro, because I think you have to have, like, just, like, you can't be scared at all. Like I'm not scared when I get on the stage or when I get in front of a camera, but like to do comedy where there's no like it's you just have to be on, right? Yeah, it's just you and the mic, home Yeah, boy, you know. What,
4: what was that about? Okay, check this out. Okay, check. that's a good question, Holmes Machine. So so my mentor, Bernard Hiller, because I was really bro, you guys just know Emilio Rivera, that guy from the movies, Holmes. I was really a rough the guy in the neighbor that one guy in the neighborhood, everybody has a guy in the neighborhood, maybe three of them, you know? That that you just like hopefully he's in a good mood that day, you know? And uh um, and I was really, really like like I had no, no, no soul, bro. Just you know, dark eyes, you know. And uh, so because my mentor saw that in me, and first of all, my mentor, what well, we did, he didn't even teach me how to act. He just let me cry. I would go to his fucking pad, bro, and I would pay, I'd pay, you know, forty dollars an hour just to go cry, you know, <laughs> without nobody seeing me because I was allowed to cry, you know, and like, you know, right, I right, was releasing, right. homie. You're I was, I was, uh, letting you know, it out, letting out, homie. All that shit that I wanted let out. This way, but I was not allowed to, so I was ending out this way. You dig, so then you know after about six months of crying, you know then we started uh, you know talking about the acting, and he told me, you have such a rough exterior, nobody wants to be around you. You had like a bad aura. He goes, I want you to start doing stand-up comedy, skit comedy, just to break away from that shit. You know what I'm saying, Holmes? So you know and you know because now acting was my new high. That was my new clavo, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? So whatever they would tell me. That's what I would do. Right, right. Right? So whatever it was, so I went to the groundies. I started you know, barking like a dog. You know, they make you <laughs> yeah. do funny shit, homie, you know what I'm saying? To break out. But it's to break yeah. out of this. Because yeah, you know yeah. what, this don't uh, mean shit. Cause I used to go to class homes the first three months, I would go out, peed it out and I always press down my stasis and shit, and I would stand, and everybody, everybody's in class yeah, yeah. like, like, like Richard all kick back, right? And I'd be standing against the wall it like down, And because I do not want to get wrinkled, you know what I'm saying? And I'd be standing on the wall, and they'd say, you want to join the class. i go, I'm good right here, Holmes, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Scaring the shit out of everybody in yeah. class. Yeah. You know, that's how I saw we did it back in the eighties and nineties. Well, I mean it's a whole different thing now. You know, and oh, then uh, the wall, huh? and, and, Yeah, again, You know, and, just, and then and then little by little, broke. He broke. It, he, bro- yeah. he broke. And, and then so then they said I, I brought to a skit comedy group, and I was playing characters that were
3: was it the crying though that really got
4: you? To, what was that? Was it the crying that broke? You? The crying helped me, Holmes. Sergio, Simón, you Why? gotta cry, Holmes, because you know what? Because what happens is that you when, you when you when you let it out like this or like whatever you do, you know it's like. Now you're thinking about that person that you fucked up. You dig what I'm saying? When you're just letting it out like the way normal people are supposed to let it out, yeah, you know, through, it's through it's your natural, feelings. It's natural to cry. And it's it's good to cry. Sometimes, man. bro, sometimes I just go in my fucking room and I just cry. Whatever I'm thinking about, you know, something that I think is I let yeah, it go. And then yeah, you know what? Yeah. It feels You feel good. better. You feel better. You got to do, you got to do, you know, don't, don't get, oh, man, that macho man shit, homie. It's held our people down for so long.
2: It has, and and I could relate with that as an actor, bro. Like when I found out that acting could be therapeutic and that I could release all the stuff that that had been holding me and that had been festering for years, bro. That's the game changer, right? Right,
4: right. No, it's beautiful. It's it's beautiful. You know, it's and it feels good. I mean, you know. And then another one. I gotta say one thing because if I don't say it, then I'm, I'm, you know, I I gotta say. You know, you know, um, when I was thirty-two years old. Uh, and it's going to sound funny, Holmes, but it's true. I got a, my first dog, you know what I'm saying? And I tell you, Holmes, if I think if I would have had a dog growing up, because I was not allowed to have a dog, I think I would have been a, a lot more nicer person. You uh-huh. dig what I'm saying? That fucking dog changed my life, Holmes. I mean, he he, uh, he, <laughs> he just made me love. You know? I mean, because they, they give you that love. You know what I'm saying, loco? And uh, so, yeah, you know, so I'm a big, big advocate for the dogs, homie. Because right, right. you know? it's true. It's true
3: fuck yeah Man, you gotta find something to love right yeah. because if you grow up and like you were saying you don't receive love right. you don't love yourself for sure right. you get with a hyena you can't love her right. because you don't love you right. so how do you find love like and what is love right. because you know how you talked about one time in the in the in your show when you talk about how it's frizzed and fractured
5: right, 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 and it's right. all these
3: different forms you think about getting jumped into the body right? the night you get in it's like you're gonna get in yeah i'm gonna get in all right let's get in and you get smashed on. You get socked up. You get kicked. If it's a good one, right? If it's some good homies that are jumping you in, they're going to put a beating on you. Yeah. And then after they do that, they're going to grab you. They're going to hug you. And they're going to say, I love you, fool.
1: Yeah. I
3: love you, homie. Yeah. So as a young boy at 12 years old, you go, damn, this is love.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
3: Okay, feet, man. And then you express that love into the world.
4: You know, bro, uh, and again, I had a different experience. You know what I'm saying? Is, you know, when, I, when, I, when I got jumped I was 12 years old. You beat exactly, everybody uh, up, bro. Yeah, you know what happens? This is fucked up, homie. This is a fucked up story. But, <laughs> but you know, I got jumped in Fucking terminated by, right, wrong, by like right about, right about, about 16 guys. You know, it was a good three minutes. Six fuck 16. me. I looked like a monster, homie. 16 yeah, monsters. Yeah, but overall, but you were kids, bro. You were know, 12, yeah, 13. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. But they, they beat Seven, me up pretty good. I a little monster. Six and seven-year-olds. So then three months later... I go to my my junior high school, right? And right when I get out of class, three older homeboys jump me again. Wow! And then they said, "Now nah, you're in the barrio. So then I got mad because I already got in three months ago, right? So I told the guy that set it all up, I said, "You know what? I want every single guy that jump me one a day at a time," I and I lit them all up. You know what I'm talking about? And then that's and that and that's because I wasn't gonna let that I wasn't gonna let nobody do me like that, homie. I mean, that's only because. Of my uncles, my dad—experienced violence. Like that was nothing yeah. compared to what I had been through you know? with my my, with right, my own family. Right, you know right. what I'm talking about? So that was nothing, homie. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's it's different, homie. You know, because it wasn't for me. It wasn't love. Now, now I hated my own homeboys yeah. from the get. You dig? Yeah. And then you had a, then I had to learn to like you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I was always I, I did everything the opposite way, bro. You know what I'm saying? You, you know. Got you. But it, but it, I'm here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No.
3: And then you find out how do we love our children? So you learn all these different types of love or you learn that the love that your family expressed to you and then you develop hate, like you're saying. You know, hate for, your, hate for the people that you grew up with, hate for the people you grew up in the house with, and then you have children. And what was that like?
4: You know what, not? the thing is this, you know, like I was very well respected by guy in my body, you know, and uh, my kids were my everything. And I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't understand when the homeboys my age were having kids and they didn't be the way we were. Because I will say, hey, Holmes, you know, we, we got a way, but it could be the payback with them, you know? And that's the way usually, and you know what? I've seen it happen too many times. So when my, my son turned 14, I go, look, this is a time where they come recruiting. Whoever comes to recruit you, you let me know who it is. But he never got recruited. Nobody came at him, so I respect that. They respect me, I respect that back, you know what I'm saying? But um, I would never want my kid my grandkid, even my nephews, none of them to be like me. Now you can't, you know, you can say it. I'm the eldest of five carnades, you know, five brothers. You know, rest in peace, my carnade Bibi, but um, and you know, he, me and him were too close together. We had, we were, we were the value, you know. I mean, we had, we were in the value. But um, my other three brothers, I told them, you know, hey, look, you don't need to be in the value. We we got the respect already, you know, we got the name. But, um, you know, you can't stop them. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can try to save the world, but you can't save your own familia. You yeah. dig what I'm saying? And, you know, and it, it is what it is. It took a long time for me to understand that and to accept that. But it, it's life, bro, you know? Right, right. You know? What do you- yeah. What was,
3: uh, you know, like growing up, right, and then being in that first play, what was when you, like, knew for sure without a doubt, like this is what you were going to do with your life, that you were going to be an actor no matter what?
4: It didn't happen until I got Kenyan Sober Holmes, you know, because I've always liked the movies, you know, I've always liked the movies, and I hated the way they portrayed guys like me. Like, you know, they were like, they suck, bro. You've seen the actors we used to like have colors? before. They were all like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? You know, that's not how we do it. So, yeah. what I would do at the auditions, I would do it the way it was written, and then once I got the halle, I would do it my way. And they go, that's not how, how we, and I go, I know that's not how you wrote it, but this is how I do it. Just watch me do a rehearsal, and then I would do my rehearsal. And they go, let's shoot that. And then, word got around and I started, I, I, wouldn't, I couldn't stop working, homie. It was a blessing. It was re- I was, but I was taking all those actors jobs, but hey, you know, it was, it was being real. And, the re- and, the, and, and my real biggest fans, were the vatos from the pinta, homie. Cause they're saying, you know what, you finally got somebody that's throwing it down the way we do it. And that was Feedman, you know what I'm saying? You know, and that's that's, a, that's a, and then then I see Manny out here, you know, and it was Feedman because Manny, Manny started Suspect entertainment. Because I remember we we're doing a show called Titus, right? And that was, and then finally the first time, bro, I was always the leader of a gang or something, some kind of show, right? So I turn around, I see like real mathos, right? And I go, Fuck, this is Feedman, right? Because you know, I used to sometimes you're not real, I throw you in the back. I say, You get in the way over there, you know. You know, so hopefully they don't see you, you know. <laughs> and then uh, and then I told Manny, "He goes, I go, hey, bro, this is good stuff, right?" He goes, "Hey, you want to start this thing?" I go, "Bro, I don't got time. I'm still building up my career, but run oh, with this shit." Yeah. And you know what, Manny did, homie. He, he, you know, he put a lot of homeboys to work. I respect you for that, guy. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody would give us a jobs back in the day. You know, okay. you know, fuck yeah. yeah, man. You know. So, have you?
2: Has there still been challenges? Is there like, do you, do you, like, where are you at right now? You know, I, I think for again for people coming into the industry that wanna have a career like us, like. Like just to give them the real, like what does it what does it really look like? Like, is it has it always been challenging, or like there came a point where like it's just like you know what, I, I'm working now. It's
4: like check this out. No, you know, man, you know, it's like anything else, right? Whether you want to be a ball player, you want to be a mechanic, a pediatric mm. doctor, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's what you put into it, homie. You gotta that's go. Right. In, you gotta go in 110. You gotta that's go in right. deep, homie. Right. And I don't. I've never had a problem of working. Right. Now I'm. I'm blessed to where I could pick what I want, which is freedom. Man, that's oh, a yeah. great place yeah. to be. Yeah. But it took a long time to get there, but for sure. But work has always been there because I you, give it my yeah, all. Yeah, you put and, in and the that, work. And that's in anything you do, right. brother. You gotta right. go in You gotta go in hard because if you're right. not, the battle next to you, he is, homie. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know.
3: What are some tips you would give like a homie? Like, what are what are some of the things that you do in your life, like on a daily or a weekly or, like, you know, things you do day in and day out, you know, that can help somebody?
4: Yeah, you know what? I- my life is, like, you know, I hang out with my four little dogs and my wife, my boy. That <laughs> has nothing to do with what I do now, you know, because that's my. To me, bro, I but mean, I think it does though, bro, because it gives you a sense of a like it's a yeah. peace, yeah, and you know. you're a
2: man of peace, right? Yeah, Simone, yeah. And and I think I, I, okay, we talk about energy all the time, right? So it's like what you are is what you bring forth. I believe,
4: right? right, right. So if what you're attract, I you attract? That. That's, that's, that's good, homie. That's real good. <laughs> I never thought of it that way, you know, because me, bro, I'm a chill vato. I like to, you know, I, I like to watch family feud, homes, you know what I mean? And and, and and get my four dogs around me and my wife right. and my boy. Right. And you know what? Because to me, carnal, familia is everything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm going to tell you, man, I'll be honest with you. I was a, the most loyal homeboy. I would die for you, Holmes. I, I, I was going to do time for one of my homeboys, you know, for something I didn't do. But then again, homeboys have done time for me. You dig? That's right. how it, that's how the, that's how that's it always it that's works. It works, you know. But the thing is, at the end of the day, Holmes, Man, you know you know, I have homeboys who who we were like this they went they they got busted. I didn't see them for twenty years. I would put Fetty in their books and shit, but I never went to go see' them, homes you, know yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying because yeah. we life goes on homes you know what I'm saying so but the familia has always been there, right, you know right. one way or the other, they're always there, you know sometimes they don't got no choice, and they do, but real familia they stick together bro yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, so yeah, you know um you know i don't I don't I can't say. I can't down the the, the 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 audio thing because I know what it is when that's all you got. Yeah, you dig what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. And sometimes, but the thing is, I tell that when I go talk to kids nowadays, is that it's so not real no more. Mm. You dig? People get in the vario, and then three months later, I mean, after three months, they start the next 20 years of trying to figure out how they can get out in good standing, and you don't, bro. Mm. You can't, homie. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? It's rough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I've been blessed. You know that? You know I was. Um, this acting thing worked out for me, and when I went to, you know, I had my tattoos, and and I went to, I went to, my, they had a, it was a big wall in my barrio and uh, and I wanted to get out the right way, Holmes. and I said, you know what, I wanna, I wanna, just go, all of you, just go, just do this, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, but I'll be visiting you tomorrow, you know, I I still made a threat at the same time, you know, and uh, and you know and uh, you know what, bro, they say they say, you know what, we know what you're doing, we see what you're doing, you're doing good for the, you know, whatever, you know, the rasa, you know, you're know, the barrio. and you know, and but I I I did it as a man you know yeah. let's go let's go let's do this and then just to see i, I told him I have, I have the audio here it's coming off i got it here i'm covering it up and uh and you know what i went with all blessings now check this out Holmes. when i was doing theater i did a lot of theater before i did tv i would go i would go to the handball courts in my radio and i would do monologues for my homeboys <laughs> you know Hey, what's a monologue. Oh, yeah. A monologue it's is a, like a story. Yeah, like a just, story. You, yeah. Uh, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's just all you. You're telling a story. See, for like and my X homies be in the hambo court, homie.
2: Minutes, whatever.
4: And, and and I and I'm like, don't fucking lie to me, homies. Tell me <laughs> if it's good or not. Do you believe me, right? I'll be like that, right, oh, homie. I'll choke the shit <laughs> out of you. <laughs> 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 no, because I, I don't want. You know, because the yeah, homies will yeah, tell you the it's truth. Yeah. your career. Yeah. People will tell you the truth. And you know what's my homies, is that when I was doing plays and stuff. They would come to go see me, homes, wow. and it was all locals, right? Yeah. And, you, and you'd walk in, and the whole back Section, wall yeah. would be all locals. It would you would tell they're all loud, yeah. And our town before, I go, I give them a little thing. I go, listen, if you go to the play, don't fucking write on the walls, don't scratch on the mirrors, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, cause I, yeah, I, cause I you know, you know, cause, cause they would. would. That's the truth. You know, yeah. Yeah. And, and it will be funny because sometimes the people, you know, like, like, like you know, the casual <laughs> theater people. Yeah. Were yeah. The regular people. <laughs> and they were like, fuck. They were, they were like, they were out in the wrong place I mean, until they, they saw me on stage. Browns, uh, you know what I mean? So I was able, 16, so I feel proud that I was able to expose my homeboys and my the, homeboys yeah, were there yeah, to yeah. support me. Well, that's Hell, mean, yeah. You know, something positive. You know what I'm saying? Local? Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. Well, now I just think about what you were saying and how like you had that opportunity to do that and I think about what you said about now, and I don't know, because I didn't grow up in that time, your time, but what I say is like to the younger homies now, like yeah. you don't have to say anything to anybody when you when you inhabit that, that truth about your life, because we're living in a time, and I don't know if it's just this time or if it was like that in the past, where we always talk about energy and the vibration that we're on, right? And you think about like right now in the Nevada, like right this minute there's something going on, there's something negative happening. I couldn't see myself going in a time like this, with me having five kids and saying, hey, homie, I want to get out. Because I don't know which route that would go. Like, I had to do it. Like, I, yeah, I'm getting it removed. And I remember being at Homeboys. I had a homie that came. And we we took, you know, we walked to the back. And it was one of those things where he goes, oh, you're getting the audio taken off for you? And I said, yeah, I'm a father first, homie. And I stood my ground. Yeah. But I didn't go to the picnic, and I didn't go to the junta, and I didn't go, hey, I'm letting everybody know. Because for me, and this is just my experience, was I felt like, you know what, because of the, I have five kids, I'm going to try to yeah. make it as easy and right. safest as right. possible right. so that I could provide for them. And maybe it's a different time. Yeah. But it's for yeah. me, I just want to express that because it was something that was safer for me to do that right. way. Right. You, right. Know? you
4: know, anyway, whatever was for me, bro, is because, I ran with some big dogs, I mean, and, and it was respecting, you know, it was like, uh, you know, uh, and they respected me and I respected them right back. And I just wanted, I mean, the way I got in, that's how I wanted to come out, you know? And you know what, but you know what, even though, you know, man, it's like, um, you know, the, the, I got so much out of the value, you know, as you know, even though I made a, a lot of bad choices, I, I lost 44 of my homeboys over the years, you know, and that's a 71 year, you know I mean? I lost a lot of people and um, you know, you know, but at the end of the day, I got a lot of pain, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of pain. You know, and uh, a lot of stuff to draw from. But, um, but I, like I said, I don't, I, I can't. I, I mean, what I tell the kids nowadays, is, uh, or the youngsters, uh, just don't do it, man. You yeah. dig what I'm saying, bro? Because there's so many, di- and now there's so many, there's so many avenues to go. You know, to do shit. You know what I'm saying? You know. Yeah, it's a, know, whole different there's, generation. There's a whole different generation, and you can do stuff, man. You right. know, it's, it's it's and it's fun at the same time. Yeah. You know, you know, what I used to love is, I mean, I used to not, I mean, what I loved about people that were not part of the family was like, hey, we're going to go to so and so place. You want to come? And I knew I couldn't go because okay. unless I was packing, there was no something was going to go. Somebody's going to get hurt. You dig yeah. what I'm saying? I'll say, hey, have a good time. And I would feel like sometimes, like, I wish I could go with you. I thought you know what I'm saying? But wow. I can't. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, because you know somebody, and I would never hate. Because I remember, like, times where I left, bro, and, and then sometimes one of us didn't come back. And then the the people, the parents would be like, they would look at you. If he wasn't with you, he'd be alive, you know. And that, that, that cuts deep, homeboy. You know you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, and, and it wasn't meant to be that way. But, yeah. you know, that's come, you know, you, you had to pick out where you could go and not. You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: You know? yeah, no, I just, like, yeah, it's
4: one of those things where I go, you
3: know how they used to say, like, you made your bed and lay in it? Yeah. Like, I, I, with this life, with this new life, I made my bed, and it's a comfortable-ass bed. And I lay in it, you know homie. I mean? yeah. You know, I do. Just like I, when I was living that life, I made that bed, and I laid in it, I did my time, I came out, I ran the streets, I experienced all that same pain. And it was when this happened, was like, because for me, it got so deep as, why do I care? Yeah. Like, why does it matter what seven or eight bottles that are still free or have their freedom, like, think about me walking away? Like I so I had a homie. There was a homie at Homeboys, and one day this is when my first came in, and somebody had disrespected him and called him a foul name, right? And I was with my wife that day, and I had told him, I go, why you let that vato talk to you like that? Like what's up with that homie? Cause I I was starting to work with him, and we were working through substance abuse problems that I had. And I go, why do you why did you let him talk to you like that? And he goes. Because when I go home every day, my wife doesn't use that term when she talks to me. She calls me babe, homie. And my kids call me dad, and that's all that matters. That's the only opinion that matters to me. And that shit made me really think about why does it matter with six, seven, eight bottles that are free right now think like about.
2: And we've been saying recently, like, letting people have the power, homie. Yeah. You know? You let something else have the power on how you want to feel. And now what I think I what you want to do or how you perceive life
4: you know, Carnage. You know, like, you know, bro.
2: That, that's where I'm at right yeah. now. No, I wasn't no, always no, like no, that, you
4: no, know. No, 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 no. I love that shit. It's just it just said, you know. Um, it's heavy, bro. That's real heavy. That's yeah. that's that's the way it, it should be. It should. Yeah. That's the way it should always be. Yeah. But you know, I still have a little conflict with that with mm. me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I mm. you know, I, I respect everybody. Right. I respect everybody, homeboy, to the, to the, to the max. But I, I want that respect. I'm in. You yeah. Think what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I don't. You know, man, it's just... Uh, and it's a personal thing. It's At personal, the end of the day, just, you know, bro,
2: every individual, how, how, you know, how no, it
4: I, I, And I wish I could, because I could, I, I, I'm being honest. I'm just trying yeah, to be yeah, honest. No, so I, for wish sure. I, I wish I could be like that, homie. You know, I, 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 uh, I just, I, I love my, my fellow man. And that's another thing, too, homie. Whatever you're doing in life, you know, like especially with the actors as acting, you know, um, be proud mm. when a homeboy is doing feed, man. Like, when the homeboy gets a highlight, because sometimes there's probably roles that they could mix me and him. You dig? I feel proud for him when Caesar gets a highlight, when Manny gets a highlight, when Michael gets a highlight, I feel good, homeboy. Because you know what? We're all working. There's right. a piece of the pie for everybody. Yeah, homes. there's you enough know money what? for everybody. Hey, see, there's boy, enough. And, and you know what, homes? I've always carried my... Because you know what? I come from nothing, homes. For any little thing I got, I was happy. And when somebody got something, I was happy for him because I knew mine was coming. You right, know, and it's right, this, right. You, know you, you go on this show, you're going to die tomorrow, I'll be on the next show. Come on, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Right, it's right. This. This right be proud embrace your fellow actor your fellow man whatever highly it is you dig I, I what i'm I saying i like
2: that story bro but uh, like when when um when the when you guys shot the first pilot of sons of anarchy right, right, right. and you were a series regular on right, that right, right? Right, right, right and um and then you it, it, things got switched up right right and so like but but fast forward 7 8 years later now you're you know, on the Mayans happen, right? Right. So I, I used to, yeah, it's your story, but I, I mean, I think that's just a beautiful thing. And that, that kind of reflects of what you're talking about. Like, don't worry about it. As long as you're doing
4: what you're supposed to do, you're going to be taken care of. Put in the work. Because, I'm sure I'm right, because originally you were. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, when I did Sons of, Sons of Anarchy, bro, I was hired as a Sons of Anarchy guy. I was hired as part of them, right? But then when we were doing the show. You know, we'd be on the table doing church, and they're going. Tomorrow, we're going to kill those wetbacks. And I was sitting right there. I go, hey, I'm right here, homie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so it didn't make sense to me because I would, you know, you know, go off on somebody, right? It, you know, in reality. So then, when the when uh when the pr- producers saw the pilot, they said, um, you know, this doesn't make no sense. They're calling people wetbacks, but I kill the brown, and there's a brown guy next to him. So I got fired. So my agent calls me up. He goes, mm-hmm. Emilio, I got good news and I got bad news. And I go, Well, give me the. The bad news first, and he goes, "Well, they just fired you from Sons of Anarchy." I go, "Brother, you have some, you have some good news." You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> that, that's just that fucked up, you know. <laughs> and they said, "Now they liked you so much that they want to make you the leader of the opposite club." The and I had read the script, and wow. I said, "You know what?" I'll take that one, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And yeah, God bless. Yeah. You know, here we are with the Mayans now, so, yeah, you know. That's they, right. <laughs> yeah. And you know what, homes? We're, we're putting Rasa on the map right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, at, look at the cast we got, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? And this year, I mean, the first season, you know, we let down the, 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 the ground floor. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now we're just going up now, homeboy. Yeah, Watch yeah, out. Yeah, yeah
3: I came out in a cameo too, just he so you guys know. Came out this
4: background, bro. Be on the lookout. I think like third or fourth well, don't get, don't, don't come projects. out too much. That way you could probably get a. They uh, just
3: passed by me real fast. You can't even yeah, see my like face. Like I tell
4: whoever's on the show, if you do background, <laughs> don't get seen too much, bro. Because later on, I'm telling you, we go six more seasons. God bless. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you'll be able to get a, a real role. I mean, yeah. the way you're speaking and stuff. I'm not saying that they're not, not real roles. Yeah. But you want a speaking role, homie. Huh? You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. That's you don't right. just you know screenshot <laughs> it and say, what that was on my That see my body. That was my body. That was your body. you want to get on there, You want to get on there for real. shirt get them residuals and shit you know
2: thank you bro thank you but but you know before we close it out like we have an audience right here we probably have like some fans that might have a question so i just wanted to give people that opportunity if anybody wanted to ask something that was you know burning in their heart or just like um and if not it's cool too you know but we have emilo right here and we have us right now so before we close it up anybody Okay. If anybody
3: has a question, just go ahead and walk up here and we'll be able to answer yeah. it for you.
2: But if nobody does, I think we're, we're good. Yeah. No? All right. Right there, right there. Go we got one. We got
3: a question. Don't ask me what kind of drawers I wear.
0: Well, the question is for my son. What advice you guys gave him? He's, uh, he just did SWAT a couple of weeks ago and he wants to keep pursuing a career as an actor as well. What advice can you give my son?
4: Okay, hey, check this out, Holmes. You know, when you're like five years and under, try to get an agent now because all they go for is cute. What he does, they'll just because they run a the camera on them, let them run. You dig? After five and six like that, now you gotta have some talent because I know a lot of talented six-year-olds. pay the panel, sing, dance, and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, right now, well, how old are you? Okay, but he looks young. He looks like he's like five years old. Yeah, right five. now, bro. You're fine After tonight. a while, after like six years old, bro, they really expect you to do something. They really do, because I know a lot of kids that are very talented. I've worked with some, bro, and you know what? I'm amazed by the vocabulary. Yeah. You know how they sing or how they do a little tap dance on the side. You know what I'm talking about? So, and at the same time, you know, um, start letting them do plays in school. Yeah, for sure. You know, because that shit's yeah. free. Yeah. And see if he really wants. See if he's really wants to do it, because you know it's work, bro. Uh, you know, work, it's right. really it's tough. You gotta learn lines. You gotta go. Put away your playtime and study lines for three hours every day to get it right. right. You know, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of work or not. You know, but I got, but for the kids underneath, just the cute, that's good. But after about five six, you gotta have a challenge, you man. Work, yeah. you, gotta work, you gotta work, man. Work. Yeah.
3: Let's give it up for the little homie that wants to be an actor, yeah. though. Too.
4: That's a, that's a good
3: question. If we have any agents in the house? Go ahead and connect with them. Is that it? So.
4: Yeah, just thank you, homie, for sharing no, your story with I'm glad. With you know, us. if I can't, you know, if I'm here, bro, when they ask me to do things, I'm, I'm there, man. You dig what I'm saying? And All my right. homeboy, Cabral, man, he's a—I'm he's a, very proud of him, man. I'm very proud of him. He throws down honest work. He throws down—you honest. know, I got to tell you a quick story, homie. They wanted me to direct a film of a couple of years ago before Cabral broke out, right? So they wanted me, check this out. So that was going to be the lead. I said, you know what, I'll do this film if I direct it, because ain't nobody going to direct it like me. They said, feed me, they, okay, everything was, everything was going. Then they wanted to play, I won't say the name. They wanted me, they wanted a, a, a very known, well-known actor, but that's not Rasa at all, at all. They wanted him to play my son. I said, you know what, there's this kid coming up, man, uh, I want Richard Cabral, I want him to play my son. He's all tied up, we can cover him up, and later on we'll show how he transformed. Ah, you know what? We know who he is, but you know he's not big enough. Blah, you know, we this guy. You know, we already got the money for him. I go, well, give. This I about half the Fed, yeah. He work for that because it was a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of money. <laughs> and uh, and then and then they said, no, it's like this is this or that. I say, you know what? Then I pass because what it is, you're getting my first opportunity to direct a a, a, a homeboy piece. Now, if it ain't right, homie, my 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 rasa is gonna tear me up. They're gonna tear him, cause I've seen it before. But see, I'm a real Mato. You know, could, you could tear up that Vato there, cause he just read about it. I lived it. So if I'm gonna be hired and I hire this Mato because he has a big name, and I didn't hire who I wanted to hire, then I gotta back out. And I did, I backed out. So check this out, homes. A year and a half later, who's up for a fucking Emmy? Fucking Richard Coco Cobron, <laughs> homeboy. My son, Mijo. Mijo. And the vato calls me up, he goes, Man. You were right. And I go, hey, bro, don't second guess me, homie. I know what, I, I see talent. I know what talent is, you know? You know, so there you go. I'm very, very, very proud of you. Thank I'm you, very proud for you to be in the journey with you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Thank
2: you, bro.
4: Thank, thank you, homie. All right. And thank you guys for being here and listening to us. And, yeah. and hopefully
3: there was something that was shared that, yeah. you know, can help inspire yeah. what you're doing.
2: And again, there's a lot of people here tonight in um, all different walks of life that, have similar circumstances coming from the barrio. So like mingle, network, you know, meet somebody that you didn't know or if you feel inspired, like come like th- come across and introduce yourself. So, and that's what it is. And like, even though we have a vision for this, we don't have a vision, right? We don't know what the future looks like. So like next, ne- I mean, next one, we might have a fashion show or we might have a comedy. We don't know what's going to happen. So if you want to get involved, like please talk to us and get involved so we can keep on inspiring and helping our community. Thank
4: you, Always yeah. and always ask questions. For sure. Okay, you know I was one of those guys. That wanted, I want. I didn't know a lot. Of, I didn't know nothing about nothing until my mentor said, "Emilio, ask." And you know what? People are happy to answer if they know the answer. You dig? So ask questions, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, guys.
2: Yeah. thanks up? we got one more question. Oh, one, more, one, more one more question. question. One, more
5: question. Right. one more question. Jimmy. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, I just wanted to announce something, and then I'll, I'll ask a question. Um. So there's an event happening called We Rise, and uh, it's happening again this year. And it's with, uh, in regards to the mental, uh, um, it's focused on that. And last year it was a great turnaround. Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, a a bunch of common, a bunch of uh, other activists uh, showed up. And so my buddy just called me uh, because they're gonna need uh, people on set with PAs, security. They're gonna need people to do um, uh, servicing. And um, anybody uh, who does carpentry. So I just want to extend that out there for if anybody's looking for a, for a holiday, man, like it's it's gonna run for a couple months, good pay, and I have access to be able to um, have have my buddies hire whoever is interested in working that. Um, so I wanted to extend that. Um, and, and just real quick, man, Emilio, thank you, thank you for sharing. Uh, thank you guys for putting this together, and. I do want to ask a question because I think it's important there's a lot of talent here, right? Emilio, What what's your process to, um, when you read a, a, about a character, what's your process to kind of dig in there in the menugiae of, of becoming this character? Um, what's your process?
4: You know, you know, it's easier for, it's kind of easy for me, bro, because I've, I've lived a lot, you know? I've lived a lot of life pretty much every circumstance, you know? And um, so what I do is that whatever you ride homes, I grab from my past, and I put your words into my life, or vice versa. And that's why it's gonna be real, because I always draw from something real, brother. So, you know, and, and you know, and if, um, and I'm not saying you gotta go through all the bullshit that I went through to, you know, to do that, but you know, it's good to um, just always bring from you. If you put you in there, bro, it's always gonna come across real, because it is real, you dig? Thank you, homie.
3: Thank you, guys. Enjoy your night. Thank you so much.